Weird Woman is intended for adult audiences and discusses mental health, history, and other tough topics. Take care when listening. been just letting this happen or waiting for it to happen, cursing it and longing for it at the same time. I've been passive with this whole communing with past women thing. I mean, it started as dreams, so I guess it had to be passive. I had to just sort of submit to it. But then it evolved and, and became more active outside of sleep and outside of just watching. They're reaching out. So what if I reach out? What if I really try taking the reins of this? I want to hear from the mad one. I want, I want to talk to her. I think she'll know the most. She'll... She... Yeah, yeah. I want to talk to the mad one. So, mad one, come to me? Sounds so stupid. (laughs) But it's true. I'm ready. Are you? I think she's coming. I feel that sort of uh, pukey, heartburny feeling like something's coming up. Uh, yeah, 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 she's, she's here. She's here. I've been locked up, locked away, locked without a key. Look at the mad woman in her cage. She spoke too much, and spoke too little. She talked of questions she had, and thoughts she thought, and things she saw. She hurt, and she ached. She was a woman, with holes inside her. That was the heaviest factor, the final evidence, the heart of the issue, the final deciding factor for where I should be sent, where I should be disappeared. If I was not mad before I am now, Nothing to do but go mad in this place. Nothing to do but scream and weep and bite and growl. Nothing to do but become something other than human. Something that must be chained and jacketed and burned with lie and whipped by science. And now here you are. Another bit of dream. Of magic. Of lunacy. You bid me come to you. And what else will I do? This is a place to follow the path, to fall into holes, 
to accept the fancies I see and hear. You are a strange one. The air around you smells different, and the breath you breathe burns. You are not the mad spirit I would wish, but here in a cage I will take what I can. I am here. What will you have me do? My body, it hurts. She's heavy. N not a physical heavy, but that heaviness of sadness and doom, hopelessness. She smells filthy, dirt and sweat in a hospital that doesn't care about being clean or sterile, doesn't care if the patients live or die. She's thirsty, her throat ragged, her clothes are scratchy. Okay, I'll, I'll ask her questions, right? I mean, I don't, I don't know if we can do a back and forth thing, if, if we can actually uh, communicate across this, I don't know, magic channel? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. Questions. I have questions. I have questions for her. I have questions for you. How do you know that you've gone mad? That is the question. The most important one, but also the least important. Being mad truly does not matter. I was sent to a place for mad women where I felt perfectly sane. I was sent because I was inconvenient to my husband, to my parents. I was a liability because I would not smile in silence. They deemed me mad, so must I be. Oh, God. My head is killing me. I laid down for a little bit. I've, I've never had migraines, but I heard people feel better if they close the curtains and silence everything and lay in a dark and quiet bed. I don't know if that's the same advice for people who have headaches due to cross-time conversations with a woman in an asylum, but it, but it did help. Time doesn't work the way I, I think it does. I, I don't know what that means exactly, but that's the first thing I thought of when the headache started to go away and I opened my eyes. Nothing works the way I think it does. I've had depression for years. Years. A long, long time of feeling this weight on my shoulders and on my chest. Sometimes it's felt heavy, so heavy and unmoving. 
sometimes it's felt like a, a swirling, like a, a whirlpool or a black hole. Sometimes I can't move from it. And sometimes I can't stop moving, just adrenalized by panic. It's my biology. That's what modern science says, right? But I know it's also what I've lived through. That all-powerful word of trauma. And there have been times long before these dreams where I wondered if there was more. If I saw things other people didn't. And if I heard things that others didn't. I mean, there's so many words to explain that, right? Like, there's bipolar and schizophrenic and disassociative. I never fully fit the profile for those other things, though. I, I didn't fill all the boxes of the checklist. But I wondered, does crazy spread? Because my depression grew stronger and stronger my anxiety and panic deeper, my OCD wilder. I wondered, was my path bound for like full-on crazy? Was I destined for a place of white walls and sterile smells and mandatory meds and a slow sort of disconnecting from the world? We can adapt, right? We fight it, but we can adapt to new realities pretty quick. People adapt to having tyrants as leaders and to having rights taken away and to having, I don't know, breakups and health problems and family problems and all of it. And we can adapt to having depression and panic and anxiety we can adapt to our brains working differently and even trying to hurt us. I can adapt to being crazy. <laughs> I can adapt to being crazy. I can accept that this, all this weirdness, these dreams and conversations with past women, that it's all happening and it's probably not real. Both things can be true. I can adapt. I can accept that I'm mad and that this is happening and just keep going. Because what else can I do? Now you, you mad one, <laughs> you're telling me something I... I may have already known. Of course I'm bound for an asylum. Of course, because it's not up to me. It's never up to me. It's never up to us. Never. 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 And, oh God, ow. And that's all of us. We're all in an asylum, or headed there. 
the old one, the unnatural one, the broken one, the ugly one, you. Asylum is where we're sent when we're different, when we're weird. It's where we go when we can't play the game of normal. When we can't, cannot pretend to be normal, cannot pretend I don't feel, I don't hurt, cannot pretend I do not see. Can't pretend that normal is, it's a fucking lie. It's a lie. Isn't it? We shall never know our world fully. We shall never know the truths of death or life. We shall never know the truth of madness. It does not matter. It simply is. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe when you stop trying to be normal or you're what pushed out of normal the things you can see they they grow and grow they get richer and realer like you i i see you and i you that is what matters yeah to rest. I see her. I see you, mad one. And it, it more than matters. It's everything. It's some sort of something. Because I see you, but I also see them, the others. And I think I can talk to them, too. Five of you, spread through time, and me, somehow all connected. That's... <laughs> That's... Let's just fucking say it. Just stop dancing around it. It's like a sort of magic. Yeah. I mean, we medicate depression and modern madness, and in the past, we'd send them away. We'd send you away. We'd ground them down, sell them like the unnatural one, we'd burn them like the old one, re-educate them like the ugly one. And what if all that, all the asylums, all the destruction of women that are not normal, what if this connection, this ability to talk to all these women, it, it feels like some sort of cosmic oral history. No, no, no. <laughs> More than that. Like some spell, some magic link. I'm talking about magic. Magic being hidden and covered up and medicated. Magic connecting me to, to you, to, to all of them. To all of you. I I'm talking about magic seriously, and I'm convinced I'm talking to women across time, and that means I've crossed over into madness. Right? Or not. Or not. Maybe I've crossed over, but, but to something else. Yeah, something, something different, something else. 
Woman is an audio drama from Broads and Books Productions. The show is written, performed, and produced by Amy Lee Lillard. Music comes from the Ghosts albums by Nine Inch Nails, courtesy of a Creative Commons license. Find full episode notes, transcripts, and show details at weirdwomanpodcast.com. If you like what you hear, tell a weird friend. Thanks for listening. Fuzzy Memories Podcast, we celebrate the good, the rad, and the fugly of the 80s and 90s. We're three latchkey kids who made it out alive. And in each episode, we break down all the culture that popped one year at a time. Whether it's the birth of legends. I'm Lyme disease free today, and I have Whitney Houston and MTV to thank. <laughs> or audacious moves. Imagine also the, the poor Golden Gate Bridge. You turn 75 and people have a party on you. Yep. I don't want that. <laughs> or even confusing PSAs. In the stop, drop, and roll. I mean, we would, I assume yes. as an adult, I would catch on fire weekly. All the time! <laughs> We've got a take that will make you laugh. We've also got thoughts on all sorts of random phenomena and the most unmitigated of golf. Why sharks can't be trusted, people can't be trusted, and rivers can't be trusted. <laughs> it's collusion. <laughs> it's of the highest degree. Uh-huh. You were counseling me to start my remarks with, first of all, bitch. <laughs> that would, everyone in that room would have snapped to attention. It's going to be basically coffee lids, shark revenge, and then maybe like Matt Getz. <laughs> we need to do something about him. Join us every other Wednesday to celebrate the hits, the misses, and the misfits of the weirdest decades. If I could tell my 14-year-old self from 1990 that I would be eating in a Cheesecake Factory in, in Beverly, Beverly Hills, I'd be like, we did it. We, we did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> Listen and subscribe to Fuzzy Memories on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. <laughs>